3: Wheeler Walker Jr. is going to come back into Kansas City, June 3rd at the Uptown Theater. Now, you guys met him uh, through, he played Knuckleheads a few times. And uh, he's he's been through Kansas City, sold out his first show here. His first ever sold out show was in Kansas City at Knuckleheads. And Wheeler Walker may be the greatest country music uh, musician living today. Uh, you met him.
2: Clearly uh, songwriter. Yeah, his oh,
3: lyrics. Oh my God, dude. He is, well, we met him doing, you know, Redneck S.
4: by burton southern by the grace of god means that everything i do i do it right new york and california you can go and have your fun but down here i got a list of what i like Eating
3: And, of course, the anthem of all anthems. Drop em out, let me see them titties, gonna take along. Look at those tig old bitties. Here we he go, those looking nice, nipples looking real pretty. Come on, let me get her at your boobs. Drop em out, let me see them knockers, gonna take
4: along. Look at those big ham hockers, just squeezing together while I play with my Come on, let me get her at your boobs.
3: And, of course, don't forget the brand new one, F'd by a country boy. This is the only song they've released off the new album yet, and uh, if this is any indication as to how it's going to go, it's going to be fantastic. Hey, bitch from New York City with them fake California titties. I know you're waxed and vaxed, but have you ever
4: been smashed to some old school Conway twitty? I know you got your man with the spray on tan, but you need to get your ass down south. Treat the dick up in the penthouse. Put some down.
3: By a country boy. Mr. Wheeler Walker Jr. How are you, brother? Johnny dare How are you, man? Man, I gotta tell you, I'm so excited about this brand new album. I just, I'm just knocked out by the first one after my a country boy. Guaranteed to be a huge one for you.
4: Well, I can't wait. It's my best record, and I, I'm going to get your address when I get off of this call. It's like you the new record, man.
3: You, I, listen, I was going through the titles. Uh, <laughs> you can see them on Amazon, and I was like, oh, this is honky-tonk horror. I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. You've, you've really spent a lot of time with this you took a pretty you took a pretty long break
4: yeah I was, I was telling your producer yes yes where i've been the last four years and i got i had to tell him you know i've been going down on my wife you know
3: um, <laughs> it takes a while she,
4: she, 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 yeah she's very particular so it took, i've been doing that for like four years and then i woke up and all of a sudden they're like where have you been and i'm like I've been, I've been busy you know I'm
5: trying to people happy.
4: <laughs> hey johnny johnny can i tell you a quick question yes or can i tell you a quick story yes so my my, my big fat manager called me up last night. He said, well, I, I, I want to tell you this. And I said, he asked me if I want to do radio in the morning. And I go, you lot, I told you, I don't do radio no more. I don't do corporate radio. I don't do get up in the morning. I don't do that do that crap. My music sells itself. And he goes, what's well, Johnny Dare? I said, what time do you want me to get on there? <laughs>
3: oh, dude, you're the
4: best. <laughs> this this is it. This is the only radio I'm doing right now. Kansas City. It's all I do.
3: I'm telling you, you're never going to do it again after this record. I think. I, by the way, you dug in deep when I I literally hit the uh, the fifth track. God told me to f you, and I spit my coffee. It was like now I now you have my full attention. You have all of my attention now.
4: Yeah, yeah. You you, you, but you ever tried hiring a keyboard player to to to, to <laughs> play on a track like that? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I bet that is a little tricky in Nashville.
4: Yeah, no, it's tough, man. You know, it's like, we're looking for a piano player to come play um, a song called God told me to F you. It's like, click,
3: click, click. <laughs> <laughs> so, sl- you cover it all: Sluts in Heaven, The Afterlife. Uh, you've got Sex, Drugs, and Country Music. Of course, the title track, uh, F That Guy. I'm sure that's, I understand that completely. She's a, you've got stuff like a F by Country Boy, which is the perfect formula. That will be the most played song in country music bars in 2022.
4: Well, I well, I mean, what's the competition? Florida, Georgia line, and a bunch of other places like
3: <laughs> right. I can see that you've uh, not made your peace with Nashville.
4: I have not. You know, they just they have a new Florida Georgia line exhibit up at the Country Music Hall of Fame. I'm gonna go down there today with the baseball bat and take care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you uh, see, there's so, so many people talking. Like, did he go to jail? Uh, did he overdose did he did he you know did, did what happened to him did he drink himself to death did he did he smother himself in, in ladies and just and simply suffocate? Nobody knew where you were well,
4: from i this I, time. I told you i told you i, I was I, I told you man i have been going down on my wife I get and it. It. <laughs> and, uh i and then I saw the back signal that, that country i thought I'd saved country music it turns out i hadn't so i had to i had to i had to come back that's you know?
3: it that's it in this tour and uh, this new one.
4: And this new one's even more rocking. I think you're going to love it, Johnny. It's, it's my most rocking
3: one yet. I'd love that. I do. I'm really just so excited about this. What I want to do, I really I want to get you up to Sturgis, South Dakota for the motorcycle rally. When is that? Uh, August. It'll be the first full week of August. I'll have to find out. Uh, hold, on, the... hold on, hold on. I got my schedule right here. August. Going down
4: on watch. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, you, you know how to keep her happy. So many guys think it's the penis that they're after, but really they just don't want to see anything but the top of our head until at least October.
4: No, she just she just yells at me if I don't. So I she just so I just I gotta keep going, man. I
3: don't
4: have to I mean, I got the scuba gear, I just got to. You know,
3: take my b- breath when I can. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Listen, if you're just doing the show, the great, the legendary Wheeler Walker Jr. Now, some of you may know the music, but you haven't had a chance yet to see him live. The tickets go on sale this morning at the Uptown Theater. Um, it is going to be uh, one of those events. I was, I was looking at this video from the knucklehead shows, and I'd forgotten that people had already, st- already on the first record, started dressing up in Wheeler Walker Jr. gear so they could come with all their friends and, and do sing-alongs.
4: Yeah, I wish, I wish I could pay them to go on stage and sing the songs and I could
3: stay at home. Yeah, right? Then you wouldn't have to ever leave your wife's vagina. Uh, Johnny, what's this theater
4: like that I'm playing at? Cool the, place? Oh,
3: are, are you kidding me? I saw I a Metallica play there in 85 with Cliff Burton. I, it yeah. is a legendary place. Everybody. Oh, cool. It, I'm going
4: to miss Knuckleheads, you
3: know? I know. Well, listen, I mean, it's because it's, you're, you're right. The, the guys at Knuckleheads and that situation, that scene, it's the weirdest place ever. I mean, that's like... If you, if you have to shoot a video or shoot a live music video, it's it is next to a train track, under an overpass, behind a paint factory.
4: Yeah, I love that place. And I'm also gonna I'm gonna miss the Uptown Theater too when I to play the baseball stadium. <laughs> That's, again, exactly the right, man. That's exactly.
3: That's right. exactly. don't get attached, honey. I can't come back here again. Yeah. You uh, but the uptown you will love. They spent a lot of money redoing. It's a beautiful old school theater. Like it'll, it'll be a great place for a show. You, you will really love. it.
4: they got, they got, they got plenty of money because they get, they ain't giving none of it to me. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, now you're coming out by yourself, right? Are you bringing anybody with you? It's, it's straight Wheeler Walker show.
4: I don't know who's opening up. We got, we got, we got a killer band. You know, it's going to sound so good. I'm actually in rehearsals right now. So we're, man, we're getting ready. We just sold out the my first night headlining playing the Ryman headline, the Ryman sold that out. So every place we're putting on sale, I can't believe it. Like I said, it took four years going down to my wife. I wake up and every place is selling out, so I love it.
3: Well, time to dry off your chin, get ready, release that record, and go back to touring.
4: Yeah, upper lip, too, i dry off.
3: You uh, you, uh, you, uh, listen, I, I I'm so happy. I'm, I'm glad to hear your voice. I can't wait to see you at the Uptown Theater. Tickets go on sale today. Get them now. Do not miss this. And I cannot wait to hear the whole record. Man, if you, if you feel like you, uh, can send it to us, and I trust me, I won't play anything on the air that you don't want us to play, but I'm ready to hear it for
1: sure.
4: No, we'll get it to you. And, I, and the answer to your question is, I want you to play it all.
1: Yeah.
3: I okay. every
4: track. I don't, what, do I, what do I care? They don't leak albums anymore. Just play the whole thing. That's what the I think. The other thing, too, is a, uh, I a pair, I, hear, I heard a rumor you want one of these jackets on my website. We'll get you one
3: of those, too. <laughs> dude, Jake and I were in there looking at their satin tour jackets. These, these, yes. They were great. They say Wheeler Walker, like old school. I have an old school fishing uh, one, like from an old Scott Dial fishing show, a Blackberry Smoke one. And yeah, dude, I would absolutely wear a Wheeler Walker Jr. one. Yeah, we'll get you one. Dude, you I would... Mean-
4: I can get it to you for like five bucks off.
3: You know what? You're a brother, and you always have been. I appreciate that about you, Wheeler.
4: Only radio I'm doing this year. Thank you, Johnny, dear. No,
3: well, listen, uh, I-, I will see you in June. It's a little ways off, but uh, if you would, and you want to, when I get the whole record, man, let's. I want to go down this thing track by track. I mean, we're going to have to talk about Beaver Beaver Fever, F by Country Boy. <laughs> Uh, she's a country music fan, vagina and beer, God told me to f you, Sluts in Heaven, Honky Tonk Horde, Beaver Town, Sex Drugs, and Country Music. F that guy. These are songs for all time. These are le- these are these are timeless, timeless songs.
4: Well, this is this is my Sergeant Pepper's man. Is-
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're
3: the best. You are the best. All right, Wheeler. I will see you very soon. Thank you for getting up, brother. And I and I cannot wait to hear the whole record.
4: Well, thanks, man. And uh yeah, give those tickets away. Have some have some of your fans come down to the show. You're a good man.
3: You're a good, man. Hold on a second here.
2: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west.
3: So, speaking of uh, the world out there, and uh, obviously politics have gotten super weird. We're all watching entire countries invade other countries. Russia, the great bad guy, right? Throughout throughout all of our time, the, the Cold War, uh, World War Two. I mean, all of these things. And... Now, uh, politics have become so wide open and so accepted to talk about. I don't, I don't, I don't remember before two thousand and sixteen ever really talking about politics, because we'd never had civilians in politics. There was always, I don't know, these stuffy guys you didn't really know what they do, and they, they were all kind of the same anyway. Whether yeah. what if you were Democrat or Republican, you were all just kind of the same. The weird stuff you talk about is like the Ross Perot guy, right? Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago, because. It was almost all the same thoughts. It was all, they were so close together. It just wasn't, it wasn't worth arguing about. And, uh, but there's good and bad in all this. Letting normal people become politicians, I think, can be terrible, can be good. But I think in this case, like Alexandra Hunt just made the news. I'm sure she's going to be great. She's actually incredibly smart. She has two masters. Now, the big problem is for others, not for us. She's running for Congress and of course, she has a past.
1: Born and raised in Rochester, New York, our next guest is a public health researcher, a girl's soccer coach, an advocate for social, racial, economic, and environmental justice, with a master's degree from Drexel University who is making headlines for her college career as a stripper as she runs for Congress in Pennsylvania. Please welcome Alexandra Hunt.
3: Alexandra Hunt, how are you?
6: I'm doing well. How
3: are you? I'm well. We're we're talking about the fact that it's it's cool to see normal people or civilians, you would say, not lifelong politicians, jump into politics. But then we've also seen like some crazy bastards. You think the like the My Pillow guy. You're like Jesus Christ is nut. So, you decide what would make you want to be first of all in politics. I uh,
6: I I think that uh, just to preface this, people tell me that I'm not very political because I don't I don't mind my words. I am pretty out of pocket and uh, very direct, and I think that that's not the style of politics and politicians that we are accustomed to in this country. Sure. But I think that's, that's what we need in order to get the resources and the help we need for the ground where folks are really suffering, and that's really what inspired me to run for office, well, is that there wasn't enough resources on the ground. Our lines for... Uh, relief were getting too long, and our politicians were speaking about it, but not doing anything.
3: Well, of course, it. Well, that's what politicians do, right? they just look, they just want to get the office so that they can have. Uh, people come to them who need them to do their bidding, and then they get lobbyists, and money is flowing into their their accounts. And and it's just it's the way of the pol- political world. But you have gotten in front of any of the naysayers because you were you were a stripper. So you're like, look, this is just so we're wide open. And I believe in this, by the way. I believe if you tell if you let all of your skeletons out of the closet, and all your secrets are out in the world. Nobody can hurt you from the outside.
6: Right. And and that was the the mindset I had going into it. That that doesn't mean that there haven't been uh, jabs taken at me that I have felt on the campaign trail for being so vulnerable. Uh, But I think it's important to lead that way and to try to recreate the the landscape of our political sphere so that we have more people, everyday people, who have lived the experiences that our politicians get up and preach about and, and know exactly what we need again on the ground
3: in our well, community listen listen remember we can't it, it will do us no good to be uh, political stumping right now just because nobody from kansas city can vote for philadelphia so mm. I, I really i want to talk about you not not your views on politics because i it's not part of my world uh but i love the idea that listen for the record i think you're you're going from a, a very reputable career as a as an exotic dancer to politics must be very disappointing to your parents. I would think, my God, not politics. This other thing was okay. But for God's sake, man, what a dirty game you're going to get into.
6: It certainly is dirty.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, way dirtier than being a dancer. Big deal. So you danced around. The idea that that is a vulnerability also astounds me. So you, so what? So you made some money dancing. You know who's creepy in a strip club? The dudes. Men are creepy in strip clubs. You know it and I know it. They're nothing more than ATM machines with hands, and I understand that. Like, it's never. I, I don't. I never understand why the world would want to blame the sex worker, the girl who's turned the guy on, or the guy who's in there spending his kid's college fund. He's the reprobate. Well,
6: I I don't think that there's really a need to place blame anywhere. Right. I think that, that it's an industry, and there is a supply and a demand, and uh, that's that's about the sum of it. I, I don't think that we need to blame clients or, or the folks who frequent strip clubs. I also don't think we need to stigmatize strippers uh, or, or other sex workers.
3: Yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. What I'm trying to explain is, People think that there's some kind of succubus in there drawing that man in. Otherwise, he'd be a good Christian man. But he just he was tempted beyond all things. And the truth of the matter is, that's not the way it is at all. Like it's just like you said, it's a it's a supply and demand. And, and certainly, you're not taking good good fathers off the streets and 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 turning them into terrible perverts. These guys knew what they were looking for when they walked through that door, and and for them to condemn it is ridiculous to me. Which, by the way, why would that disqualify you just because? You were a peeler. In, in, in all reality, peelers know how to get stuff done. If you can talk a dude out of that every 20 in his pocket, and you can keep him on that hook long, and I'm sure you had regulars, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know. Anybody who knows anybody about strip clubs, regulars are guys who come on, and they will give a considerable amount of money every payday. But it takes work to build those relationships, and those dudes really, you those all are all relationships. It's not because you're banging them. It's not because you're having sex with them. It's because... There's a thing that a stripper can do where she gets inside that guy's head, and basically he's lonely, and he's looking for somebody who understands him. Sometimes what? Just to listen to him, right? Yeah,
6: did you, did you do this job? <laughs>
3: yeah, right? I got a lot of friends who are peelers. And, <laughs> and you know, it, 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 somebody who can pull that off can absolutely change things in politics. You know, it's all about relationships. It's all about getting what you need to get done, done.
6: And I, I think when we launched, we were leading with a very grassroots campaign. And, and one of the criticisms, I guess, was that we would not be able to fundraise. And I said, well, they, they don't know what I have in my back pocket. <laughs> and, and that's the ability to build relationships and uh, to, to, yes, make, make money in, in building those relationships.
3: So, how long, by the way, how long did you dance?
6: During college.
3: Yeah, so I bet you're amazing. How much do you think you made all total?
6: Oh, I I do not remember how much, but
3: I made a significant <laughs> amount. Right. It's uh, uh, but certainly, of course, I know that you you uh, uh, told the government everything you made and all your taxes were paid. I understand. I uh, uh but you have they two are. two master's degrees. Which congratulations on that. That's not easy. And um, I I feel like if you're just joining the show, by the way, Alexandra Hunt, 28 years old, former peeler, running for Congress now in Philadelphia. Um, what do you think your odds are of getting elected to that seat?
6: I think we're going to win.
3: Good for you. I hope you do.
6: (laughs) I think that it's it's a very big uphill battle. And my opponent has held public office for 42 years. His name is known. Uh, But we are doing things differently and leading with a vulnerability and um, also – Coming out of that that marginalization, the shadows that society tends to push people into, and I think that our district really needs that. And so, it's a matter of getting the word out of both our policy platforms and and um, my personal story and how I can relate to the folks in the district. And it's it's doing well. We are doing well, and I think that we can win.
3: Listen, you are the to me the perfect story. We all say, what does everybody say? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's up to you. You're the one who has to get your job done. Well, look, mother effer, if you want me, and this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to college. I wanted two master's degrees. I was going to put the work in at college, but that cost money. I didn't have the money. So I did what it took to get the money, to better myself, to take my life where I wanted it to go. And if you think you could poke a hole in that somehow, you've lost your goddamn mind. Right. And yeah. uh, one, of the,
6: one of the comments, that was shown to me recently. If I try not to read the comments, uh, was
3: pull yourself up by the garden straps. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, man! If I could throw a, a, a baseball at 100 miles an hour consistently, I'd be in the in major leagues, right? It, look, whatever, whatever you got by whatever means, it's an honest, straightforward, hardworking job, and it ain't easy. It is not easy being a peeler, man. It's uh you know, being a dancer, It's a, it's a lot. It's emotionally a lot. Like, do you have a regular? A civilian relationship now? Do you have a guy? Are you married? Are you, are you single?
6: No, I'm single. And that was something that uh, conservatives had a very big issue with.
3: Well, I'm worried about the, the liberal side getting up your ass as well because they feel like you, you know, objectify a woman's body and that's always driven me crazy. If you believe in feminism, then you got to believe that a woman has the right to do whatever she wants to make the money she wants to make.
6: Right. That is, it is a part of bodily autonomy.
3: Yeah. So you you know it's it's gonna come from all sides, my friend. But if you uh, you know like just like you've already done, you've got two master's degrees that you paid for. If you want this, you want it bad enough. You you be careful what you wish for, because I'm afraid you're gonna get it.
6: Yes, I agree with that sentiment.
3: (laughs) All right. Listen, uh, keep us posted. I I hope you do win the election.
6: Thank you very much. I
3: appreciate it. All right. people like that super fascinating it was a little tricky to get her off the politic part because i'm like honey nobody here can vote for you so it doesn't matter right what i want to talk about is the fact that just the liberals are going to hate her because she's a woman in the sex industry so there's a whole bunch of quote-unquote woke people like you're just ruining women everywhere because you're doing this and and you're and you're objectifying your body and i'm like calm down nobody has ever done more to set women i think a lot of women back than feminism Because they're so hard about the rules of what you can and can't do.
6: I'm sorry nobody paid you for that questionable gangbang in college.
3: (laughs) Right? Right? But that was the thing. So I learned that the hard way. I'm really talking to girls at the brothel at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Safe, legal, up front. The women get the money. They choose to be there. Tested. Right. All of it. All of it up front. Feminists hated them. I'm like... How can you hate them? What it's just the very core of what you're trying to BS everybody about. It's if they have the right to do whatever they want. If you want to be an MMA guy and get your brains punched out, end up with CTE. You want to be a boxer. We all love them, right? Mm-hmm. We're NFL quarterback getting sacked until you can't do your multiplication tables. But now you know she can use her body for that. Now she's a uh, she's setting women back. I don't I don't buy it. Yeah, well, I just don't
1: buy it, man. And the other thing I was talking to Michael because that was a tour through our guy out of New York. And she's, you know, she's had to take on like staff and campaign managers and whatever. And he said that, you know, the campaign manager's kind of been in there with her while she's doing the tour. But she needs to drop all the, like she talked about, I want to be a per, you know, of the people, yeah. jump straight. She needs to embrace all of this, right? What we're talking about yeah. and go strong and yeah. don't. Don't get there and become one of them. Yeah, that's it. Don't get there and try to learn their speak. Don't go to them. Make them come to you. Exactly.
3: No, that's it. You look them in the eye and go, "Hey, so you believe everybody should, you know, not be handed anything, right?" That's right. We don't believe that 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 you should have to. You should get your loans forgiven, right? That's right. That's what they're saying. Yeah, Not me. and then you go, "Well, this is what I did. I didn't take out a loan. I did it. I finished it." I've got the degrees. You can see them, and I paid for them myself. Now you got a problem with the way I made the money? You can suck my D all the way to the And she was working
1: three jobs at one time. She was working her regular job bartending and dancing. And I'm like, if that doesn't prove, hey, if you want it, go get it. It's the American dream.
3: And I'll argue with anybody, I don't care if you like it or not, whatever it took, right, if it was legal. You got to ha- get there. You got to get there. You harm nobody. Hell, the only person she may have harmed is herself. Yeah. You know, just just it's not great, the other way is not just... a great way to see men, I assure you, like it's <laughs> this is not the the best moment in man's life.
1: It's it's just a row of dudes sitting there with boners. It's just it could
6: be a pretty woman moment. <laughs> <Eee.
3: No>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she don't have no pen holding her boot up. Because uh-uh. mm. the other side of that coin is you sit your fat ass on the couch and go, I just can't get a break. I can't get in. Yeah, right. well, that's it. That's the other half of it. You're like,
3: what do you want to do? World's against me. That's yeah. they, they keep the deck it's stacked against me. Uh-huh. Listen, it's uh, I don't know if I feel worse about getting lap dances in my life, which I still go to a strip club, but I, I like them. It's uh, haven't gone in forever. Yeah. Or the fact that we used to use it. I'm not going to say
1: where, but that's where we used to go and buy coke. So undisclosed <laughs> so, location. I'm not. I'm not sure which I
3: should feel worse about, man. <laughs>